This is episode 19 of the Potter Vision podcast. Um, an exclusive happy Valentine's from me. Uh, not from Lucas because he is celibate. Uh, but he does wish you all a happy Shrove Tuesday. For all our American listeners, uh, Shrove Tuesday is uh, the Tuesday where we all have pancakes. It's pancake day. So happy Pancake Day from Lucas and happy Valentine's Day from me. Uh, if you'd like to wish us the same, why not leave us a review or tell your friends? Rate us five stars. That'd be amazing. Anyway, here's me gushing. Here's episode 19. Hello, hello, howdy, 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 and welcome to the Potter Vision podcast, the Harry Potter podcast, where myself, Lucas Kirkby, and my lovely pal and compatriot, Tom Lawrenson, we look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books, and we delve deep into them and enjoy talking about them through a magnified glass. Mmm! This week, it's episode 19, we're on the Chamber of Secrets, chapter 2, Dobby's Warning. Mm. Tom! How are you? I'm well, I'm well. He's well. How are you? What have you been up to? I'm well. I've been up to a lot, you know, ongoing work with the house is going on. We've found more damp on the other side of the kitchen. Oh, God. Oh, it's just more and more and more, but it's slowly getting done. The roofers are doing the roof Mm. this week. We've got designs for the kitchen when it's get replaced. It's all happening. Hopefully it'll be good news next week. At least it's all in place. It's all in place. We know what we're doing. Stitching time will save nine. It will. If only they'd stitched this years ago. (laughs) It was not stitched in time. This has quickly become the Harry Potter and damp podcast. Yes. Hasn't it? There's the two things we talk about and we take very seriously. Harry Potter and damp. And damp. We offer solutions. We offer updates. Mm -hmm. But there's something uh, that I require from our listeners this week. Yeah. You see, we got a takeaway last night. Did you? You know, Indian-style food. Oh, lovely. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Accidentally, uh, well, spills happen. Yeah. Spilled onto the kitchen counter, yeah? Oh, yeah. And now there's a stain. No! And I can't get it off with me method spray. Yeah. So I'm asking the listeners, yeah. what can I do? Now, look, listeners, we've given you advice. Now it's time for you to pay us back. How can Tom get this curry stain off his top? That's one I know, that's one I know. You been up to anything else this week, pal? I have, actually. Now, as you know, I do tutoring, and it's all online at the minute because Mm -hmm. of COVID and whatnot. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm tutoring uh, a group of five children this week. Yeah, yeah. One of them goes halfway through the session, sorry, sir, I'm going to have to leave for five minutes because I've been looking after a pigeon all day and it's just died and I'm going to go and bury it. So I'm thinking this is probably a Mm -hmm. wind-up, but he disappears for five minutes and next thing I get a message, okay, sir, I'm back with a picture of a mound of grass that's been, like, dug up and put back and with a lovely twig placed in it as, like, 
<laughs> mini gravestone. So I think he genuinely went to bury a pigeon during a maths tuition session. Good boy. Good boy. I was thinking uh, this week, I was thinking, yeah. I've never dug a grave. I've not. I've never dug a grave for an animal. No. Um, I was thinking I'd like to dig a grave. Not to put anyone in. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm sure there must be some like yeah. Airbnb like kind of experience day yeah. where, you, <laughs> where you take into a graveyard, yeah. you're given a shovel, and you yeah. get to dig like a yeah. six foot grave. Do you know what? I'm sure it's on like the Make a Wish Foundation. Where <laughs> dig they your can, own grave. They can, not your own grave. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. But where you get your experience mm. of uh, you know digging a grave. Yeah. My, I've got a little claim to fame, but it's like a three-step-away claim to fame. Oh, yeah, claim to fame. I've got a mate called Joe. Yeah. Shout out if you're listening, Joe, whose dad yeah. dug, dug Mark Boland's grave. <laughs> you know the singer from T-Rex? Oh, yeah. I am your boy, you said 20th century toy. 20th yeah, century yeah, yeah. boy. We love to boogie. He dug his grave. What a claim to what fame. What a claim to fame. God, imagine if you were in a cocktail bar right now. Hey. I want to talk to that guy who knows somebody's dad. <laughs> who dug Mark Boland's grave. It's my claim to fame. It's on my Instagram bio. <laughs> Friend of a grave digger. I've, it's been great to see you. I've had a good week. Yeah. I've been, a ver- I've been working from home this week. Oh, yeah. And by Jove, I love it. Yeah. I love working from home. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Is it the autonomy of it? You get to do things at your own pace, choose what jobs you want to get done? Well, I think I'm a lot more, like, like efficient with my work. Mm. Like, no one breathing down me now. You don't have to look at anyone's effing face. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. The worst part of work is the Mm. other people. If you just give me the work, I'm going to do it, baby. Yeah. But it's been funny. Uh, I've been working from home. Yeah. And you get to, you know, people knock on the door sometimes. Oof, yeah. If you've got a house, people knock on your door. Yeah, they do. Bloke, banging on my door. Do, 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 do. Run downstairs and what's this? Not ordering anything. Who's this now? (laughs) Yeah. Bloke, uh, he's just got his face over my fence, yeah? Yeah. He's like, I thought, oh, he's not coming. But he turns to me and he goes... Any fresh fish for you today? (laughs) (laughs) What? Genuinely. You've been cold called by a fishman. And I went to him, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, it's, um, I don't know where he's got the fresh fish. Maybe he's like a little uh, small businessman. He's got a load of fresh fish and he's going door to door selling it. I think in his head he thinks it's 1973. Yeah. Ooh, uh... Yeah, it's I think fish is because you can imagine like the milkman or, or mm-hmm. I don't know somebody bringing bread or whatever. But fresh fish. If, if you were a, a lonely housewife, would you invite the fisherman in? <laughs> Ooh, I've only got my dressing gown on, Mister Fisherman. Good <laughs> <The> fisherman. <laughs> Put those haddock down and come on upstairs with me. <laughs> oh my goodness, the husband coming in. Can I smell fish? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing going on here. (laughs) Oh, my God. My goodness me. But, yeah. What an exciting week. The fisherman cometh. (laughs) Have you heard the gas man cometh? It was on the Monday morning. The gas man came to call. The gas stop wouldn't turn. I wasn't getting gas at all. And then each person that comes ruins something and they have to get another tradesman in every day Mm. until it comes round. So uh, on Saturdays and Sundays, they do no work at all. And it was on the Monday morning when the gas man came to call. Blimey. The gas man 
pulls the gas out, then it needs to be painted. <laughs> the painter pulls his foot through a window, the yeah, glazier yeah. comes in, yeah, then yeah. The, the electrician has to come yeah, in, yeah. and then it comes back to being the gas man at yeah. the end. It's a very old mm. comedy song by Flanders and Swan. What a boring thing to bring up on a podcast. Excuse me, Alvin, that's very, <laughs> very interesting. It's the same people who do the song about mud. Mud, mud, glorious oh, mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enjoying this. Nothing quite <laughs> like it for cooling the blood. No, not heard that one. So follow me, follow down to the hollow and there let us wallow in glorious mud. If you were born in 1962 like Lucas Kirkby... <laughs> Even older than that, I think. <laughs> Write a letter to his, uh, to his house because you've obviously not got social media. Now enough of these music hall numbers. <laughs> Are you ready for a chapter rundown? Give me that rundown. All right, Harry is upstairs, and who's on his bed? <laughs> oh, it's Dobby. Dobby, oh. the house elf, is there, and he's there to warn Harry Potter mm. about a plot. There is a plot to make most terrible things happen at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry this year. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Now, Dobby shouldn't be there. He's going against his masters. He works for some kind of wizard family and he shouldn't be there. So he's punishing himself. He doesn't want to be there, but he has to warn Harry that he's in danger. But he's being noisy and he's being loud. Uncle Vernon's come up once or twice. Keep. The noise down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. all going on. Now, it turns out that Dobby has been keeping the letters from Ron and Hermione and Hagrid. Jeez. Oh, that little... <laughs> Don't you dare swear again. He's keeping the letters <laughs> because he's trying to make Harry not want to go back to school. And he says Harry must promise not to go back or you're not getting your letters back. Harry cannot promise. So Dobby sneaks downstairs... He levitates the big meringue thing, the, yeah. the sugared violets, and he smashes it on the floor. That little that, Oh, don't! <laughs> Next thing, an owl's coming in, a letter's landed on Mrs Mason's head. Oh. The deal is off. Oh! The, the, the Dursleys wow. are absolutely... They're fuming! Stop it! <laughs> What's the letter? <laughs> it's telling Harry Potter off for using magic. Ah, Mr Dursley says. You're not allowed to use magic, are you? So he locks... Stop it! He locks Harry Potter in his bedroom. And Vernon's him. bedroom? No, Harry's own bedroom. <laughs> and he's being fed soup through a cat flap. It's horrendous. Harry has a dream. He's dreaming he's in a zoo. Dobby's whoa, saying whoa, you're whoa, safe in whoa. there. He feels the cage is rattling. And he wakes up, and the cages are rattling on his window. Yeah, yeah. But it's not Dobby, it's not anybody else. It's Ron Weasley! Pervert. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can this be? Not only did you put me off during that, but you've also made me very sad. With your swearing, with your bad attitude. Right? I don't interrupt you when you're asking the quiz questions. I wish you would. I don't interrupt you. You laughed to today. When you're doing Tom's Riddle. I listen politely. What do you do? Heckle me with foul language. I wasn't heckling, I was getting involved. You were swearing. I, I was I was reacting to the things that were happening. By calling Ron Weasley a pervert. <laughs> I'm not impressed with you. If, you. if I found you at my bedroom window, yeah, yeah, barred up or not, peeping, yeah, 
I'd use the same word. <laughs> I'd use the same... And I'd tell you off again. <laughs> and I'd tell you off again, because that's rude. See you in court. I will. <laughs> See you there. Your Honour, right, yeah, fair enough, I was peeping. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough, it's against the law to peep. Yeah. But he shouldn't have called me a pervert, should he, Your Honour? No. Is he against the law to peep? It's got to be. It's got to be, hasn't it? What would that be, assault? No, what? No. Not physical assault, but no. like... It might be like harassment. Harassment, right, isn't it? To peep. Continual peeping. Repeat peeping. Trespassing, maybe? Maybe trespassing, yeah. Uh, Depends how far away you are with the inoculars. Peeping. Mm. If you're a peeper... <laughs> or a lawyer, let us know. Let us know. Better yet, if you're a peeping lawyer, get in touch. Hey, that'll be good. <laughs> Cover up your own tracks. Defend yourself in courts. <laughs> now, last week... Yeah. We didn't say what a chapter. No. This week, I'm saying it. Go on then. What, what a chapter! chapter. <laughs> hey, I loved it. It was a good chapter. Introducing Dobby the House, House Elf. Elf. Right. First impressions. Do you like him? I love Dobby. Yeah. And any chapter with Dobby is going to be a good one in my book. Yeah. Because he's funny, isn't he? Yeah. Is he funny? Or do I hate Dobby to the core of my own soul that I get red in the face <laughs> and I start punching the pages of the book as I'm reading? I don't know, do you? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> do you? You don't like Dobby? I hate Dobby. Oh! I don't like it. He puts yeah. me on edge. He's not my kind of boy. We've got a bit of a relationship with Dobby, haven't we? Do you know? <laughs> He's all right. Dobby's a funny little beggar, isn't he? Yeah. Do you know? I don't like movie Dobby. No, um, I like movie Dobby. I, I think I'm... when I was reading this chapter, I felt like movie Dobby did book Dobby a good a good deed, did him justice. Mm. But you disagree? What's what's movie Dobby not got? That book Dobby has got. I think he's computer generated. I prefer a little puppet Dobby. I think yeah. you know, like a uh, like a little Yoda Dobby. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> like a Jim Henson Dobby. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I might have preferred that because, like, C- CG ages yeah. badly because it's always improving. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Whereas you think the Yoda from <laughs> Empire Strikes Back looks realistic. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, good, good. Right, but yeah. yeah. Dobby, um, we do a, a Harry Potter sketch show. Yeah. Uh, if you're not aware, where we recreate scenes uh, from the film. Yes. Uh, and we do it live on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wrote, we uh, were doing the second book. Yes. And we uh, wrote um, some scenes with Dobby, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And you took on the role. I did. I had a bald cap. Yeah. Health ears. <laughs> yeah. And a potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all I wore. And we were planning on doing Potter Vision 2 at, at Edinburgh, uh, but the venues didn't work out. We were hoping to do the, the show we normally did Alas. at one venue and then a new show at a free venue. But we thought, well, we're at this swanky venue, we'll do the show that mm-hmm. we, we, we know is all good. And so instead, we used Dobby as a marketing ploy. Yeah, to get people in. To get people in, in which I would dress up in a potato sack mm-hmm. and wander the streets of Edinburgh handing out flyers. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter parody show at 3pm. Yeah. Some people liked it, some people said, shave your legs, Dobby. Yeah, <laughs> I was tickled, I'd have my head slapped, somebody would uh, tweet me ears. <laughs> um... <laughs> And we had a bloke, didn't we, who, uh, who had no idea who Dobby was. <laughs> no, uh, I think his wife must have realised, a local fella. Yeah. 
and he uh, you give him a flyer. Yeah, and he, I think he tapped you on the head or something. Yeah, and he goes, uh, "Thank you, doggy." Yeah, so he just thought I was a dog in a in a potato sack. Oh, that's a dog. <laughs> now, yeah. Dobby, in this, he's wearing a pillow. It says it looks like yeah, a, a pillow case. where the arms and an old pillowcase and legs have come out. Now, there's two things that made me laugh about this. Yeah, yeah. First of all, house elves clothes shopping at Benson's for beds. <laughs> Just going around a bench shop looking for a new top. Where did he get it? Well, I, this this also, because he... Out the bins or something, or... Well, because I'm assuming that the family he serves does not want to see him walking around <laughs> nude. <laughs> does not want to see naked Dobby. Yeah. But also, if you give, we'll learn this later, yeah. if you give an item of clothing to an elf... That sets them free. So yeah. maybe they've thought, all right, well, we'll give them a pillowcase or whatever. But where's that coming from? Because we know, I don't know if we want to spoil it, but we know that Dobby is, serves a very wealthy family. Yeah, yeah. And I would assume that their pillowcases, even if the ones they don't use, would still be nice yeah. and clean. But, my friend, uh, yeah. house elves are passed down from generation to generation. For all we know, Dobby might be like... 300 years old. Yeah, that's true. So that could be a 300-year-old pillowcase. Oh, get him a new one. <laughs> you know, if you've got a house, you know, if you've got a lovely house, a mansion or a manor. Hey, Dobby, pal. Yeah. Magic that pillowcase clean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stick it in the wash. Yeah. Very weird little thing. Dobby, my first impression of him, yeah. I was like, gross. Yes. Don't sit on someone's bed, yeah. right? Unlike us, especially of yeah. someone who you respect so much. Yeah. Right? If I broke into David Williams' house... <laughs> <laughs> That's the person you respect more than anybody else. Yeah. David Williams. I love Williams! Yeah, right, okay. Um, and I'd not... Uh, and I'd, I had to warn him of something. Yeah. I wouldn't go sit on his pillar. It's not, no. it's not a gesture of, like, respect. Well, Dobby, this is the thing that did confuse me about Dobby. Yeah, yeah. That, we'll talk about this later as well, is that Dobby seems to be such a contrasting character. Oh, yeah, I hate him. Because on, <laughs> on the one hand, he's like, oh, Harry Potter, what an honour to meet you, sir. Mm. Never has somebody asked Dobby to sit down. Mm. Maybe you'll stand on his bed. <laughs> no. Have some decorum, Dobby. Dobby should be stood on the carpet in yeah. the middle of the room. It, yeah. Or it's, hovering or something. Or hovering or whatever. Or it, stand in the bin. Why not stand in the bin? <laughs> <laughs> it does seem odd that Dobby is so ingratiating and yet that annoyed me. take liberties. Harry goes, sit down, yeah. yeah. And Dobby starts going, never has somebody ever asked me to sit down. Listen, buddy, he didn't ask you to sit down. He told you to sit down. <laughs> Just sit down, Dobby. Sit down. Do oh, told. what manners. No. Don't <laughs> stop me. Touching stuff. And I hate Dobby because yeah. he puts me on edge because he's always hurting himself. It's uncomfortable to watch in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uncomfortable for me to read. It's uncomfortable for me to listen to Stephen oh. Fry yeah. act it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> right? you imagine Stephen Fry doing those things to himself. <laughs> I do. <laughs> if you're going to self-harm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. don't involve my property. No. <laughs> if you're going to start banging your head against a window, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. are you going to break that window? Yeah. I'm guessing there's going to be some grease yeah. on your forehead that I'm now going to have to wash off. Horrendous. And Dobby, why does every different 
form of self-harm have to be in a different way? Mm. Why don't you just keep banging your head with a lamp? Hey, 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 Dobby, what's wrong with your fists, pal? Why can't you use your own fists? <laughs> God, variety is the spice of life. <laughs> but he's got no regard for property at all. No, he hasn't. A lamp. He, yeah. uses, he, gra- he grabs a lamp and starts... Sorry, yeah, but fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very odd for Dobby to be doing that. Um, but that's the thing. What consequences will mm. happen to an elf if they go against like the wizarding wishes? Yeah, because um, Dobby's doing what he ever he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's leaving Malfoy Manor. Yeah, and yeah. He's, and he's <laughs> and he's coming here. Yeah, yeah. And he's like telling you know Harry things, telling him secrets, like yeah. breaking rules, like breaking things. Yeah, yeah. But there's no real consequence. If so, the Malfoys don't know he's there. No, and if he disappears, they're not going to track him down. Yeah, I kind of think it's just like um, there's some weird Christians who go over to Israel, <laughs> right? And, like, they work for some. I saw it in a Louis Theroux documentary, right? Yeah, where they work on a farm in Israel for free. Okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And what's the idea? Is that to bring them closer to God or something? Um, like that? Pay like to pay respects to, like to the Israelis who right. who they think are God's chosen people. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. But the farmers are just kind of like, yeah, I mean, they're working for free. I don't mind if they want to do that. Yeah, and they're not yeah, paying yeah. them or anything. Right. And I kind of think the wizards have got a similar thing going yeah. where the elves are like, oh, you're our masters. But like, no one's making them. They're just yeah. doing it. They're just doing it. And like mm. Dobby's imposing all these punishments on himself. And he says in the chapter, oh, yeah, they'll egg me on sometimes when I am hurting myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but they're not hurting him at all. No. They're just like self-appointed. It is very interesting. Yeah, it does seem that like Dobby. Yeah, because why does why does he have to punish himself? Is it the guilt of what he's doing? He's got a lot of like... yeah. He's got a lot of guilt in mm-hmm. him. He says he's a bad elf, and I'd have to agree that he is a bad elf. Ooh. He's a very bad elf. He yeah. like he loves his role as an elf. Yes, like he likes being an elf. Yes, but he's leaving Malfoy Manor when he's not meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. He's sitting on a pillowcase. He's breaking things that he shouldn't be. He's filthy. Yeah. Very bad nice. elf. Bad, bad elf. What would you do if uh, uh, Dobby turned up in your bedroom? I would... Uh, he's, I think Dobby's cute. Yeah, would you kiss him? I wouldn't kiss him. <laughs> Not cute as in... Cute. You fancy him? No, no. Cute as in like a little animal type thing. Yeah. I would treat him very nicely. <laughs> I would stroke his head. Mm-hmm. But then maybe that's like patronising to an elf, I don't know. He's probably older than you. Yeah, he just needs looking after her, I think, Dobby. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, he's had a hard life. And then, uh, yeah, I found there's a funny bit where... Uh... <laughs> so, Dobby, he's there to warn Harry. Yes. He's there to warn Harry. Yeah. And he's like, you must not return to Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he goes, "Um, it's something to do with he who must not be named. Yeah. And Harry goes, "Uh, do you mean Voldemort? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're playing dumb, (laughs) but you know he's on about Voldemort. You know it's him, yeah. And he scares the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Harry's slowly learning not to say Voldemort. Because he's like, oh, I know some people don't like it. Don't say it then. Yeah. This is annoying me now, Harry my Potter. My friend, <laughs> my friend Ron doesn't like it either. Oh, Ron! When I think of you <laughs> and your long nose, <laughs> oh. the uh, Dobby as well. He, Harry like offers to help him, and he asks him to sit down and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, Dobby heard about Harry Potter's greatness, but never that he was so good." Yeah, 
Wait till you get to know him, Dobby. Harry yeah. is horrible so far. Yeah. In the past book, he only thinks about himself. He has no cares for others. <laughs> Give it a bit of time. <laughs> he needs to. He should have gone and seen Rod and Hermione first. The other thing as well with Dobby that is contrasting. Yeah. Is, you know, he's ingratiating. He's like, oh, Harry Potter, you're wonderful. You're great, right? Next thing, he's gossiping. Oh. <laughs> Dobby heard that Harry Potter fought Voldemort again. You yeah. know, and he's like trying to get gossip. You know, he's like, <laughs> You didn't hear it from me, Harry. But a little birdie told me that you fought Voldemort two weeks ago. Is that true? Is that, yeah, what, what happened then? You got away, did you? Got away, did you? I won't tell anyone. No, I won't tell anybody about that. You're not at the water cooler at work, Dobby, spreading Ooh, gossip. Wait till Creature hears about this. <laughs> hey, how's Creature found out about this? Oh. oh, it could only have been you, Dobby. <laughs> but, like, um, what are Dobby's... Like, what's his moral compass? He will break some rules. Yeah. He won't break others. Yeah. And when he breaks some rules, he'll punish himself. Yeah. So he'll break the rule of uh, leaving Malfoy Manor. Yes. No punishment, though. No. Almost speaking ill of the Malfoys... Oof! ...punishes himself. Yeah. So... He should be rewarding himself. (laughs) Great self-control. You thought about speaking ill of the Malfoys and you didn't. You should get a biscuit. Yeah. (laughs) Smacks himself in the head. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? Like, I don't know, but and he ruining a dinner party. Yeah. No remorse there. No no punishment. And in the film, he's smiling as he does it. (laughs) He loves it, doesn't he? (laughs) Yeah, because he's a bit sly as well. You know, he keeps the letters Mm -hmm. from Harry, Ron and... Mm-hmm. Uh, not Hermione, Ron, and Hagrid. Yeah, and he, he says slyly, Ooh, "Friends who don't even write to Harry Potter." <laughs> Hang on, why is Dobby suddenly a bitch? <laughs> what that, is going on? That's the thing. So yeah. we see all the letters. Yeah, right. Where Harry's like, he's gonna, he's gone. <laughs> not that long without letters. Yeah, there are so many. When, when did school finish? Because I think term finished at didn't the he beginning say, of July. Didn't he say work, um, as it commences in four weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is his birthday, so we're still on July the 31st. Here. Right, so he's been home for two weeks. He's been home for two weeks. This wad of letters. One of them's from Hagrid. Dear Harry, miss you. From Hagrid. Inappropriate. Yeah. Shouldn't be writing. Yeah, Hagrid, you know, every day, you know, the first day after he leaves, gets his ink, ink well and quill. <laughs> no, it's too soon, it's too soon. <laughs> Two days later, he's just rocking in his seat. Oh, I really want to message Harry, I miss him, I miss him. Uh, Dumbledore, would you read over some letters I've, I'm drafting for Harry? Is this a bit too clingy? <laughs> um, not as clingy as mine. <laughs> But yeah, he's Harry's like he's yeah. so sad. He thinks his friends have forgotten about him. Well, I don't know if he thinks that, but Dobby's yeah. that was what Dobby was trying to achieve. Yeah, but it's not been that long. No, like it's literally been two weeks. Me and you, before we start this podcast, yes, we could go a few months without contacting one another. Yeah, yeah. We? I wouldn't think you were dead or anything. No, and I, I wouldn't, wouldn't. And I wouldn't think that you'd fallen out of love with me. No, no, that will never happen. <laughs> Ever. You know, back to Dobby. Always <laughs> <laughs> a funny little yeah. fella. Yeah, so it, it's just, it's a wad of letters. Yeah. And so how many are Ron and Hermione sending? But I think kids are like that, because yeah. I remember being a kid and being on, like, 
MSN Messenger or something. Yeah. And you'd have to tell somebody you were going away. Otherwise, they'd be like, where are you? Where are you? you know when you go, BRB, yeah, be no, right back, go no, into the toilet. BRB. That's one that's died. Back cause, now. Because we're always with our phones, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. You can never have a BRB. Yeah, because you couldn't take your uh, Windows 95 to the <laughs> toilet with you. <laughs> I'm still talking, I'm still talking. <laughs> but yeah, and I remember on MSN Messenger, you'd get a nudge. Yeah, yeah. And people would nudge me if I didn't reply quick enough. Diddly-ling. Diddly-day, your screen would shake. You'd go, oh, stop doing that. Yeah, but these, yeah, so Ron and Manny are a bit obsessive, sending too many letters. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, you guys need a cold shower. <laughs> you need a cold shower. I think that is just a symptom of being young, I think. You've got no patience and you want everything back. You know, you send a letter one day, why is it not come back the next? You don't understand how like you know it might come across as desperate or yes. needy yeah that's the thing so he starts to tell harry of the warning yeah mr potter must not go back to hogwarts yeah because he'll be in grave danger and harry says it's not voldemort is and it's like no and harry goes he's dobby tries to hint at something yeah and harry goes he hasn't got a brother has he <laughs> <laughs> We're back to mental <laughs> Harry. Oh, has he got a brother? Like, Harry, do you think only one person commits <laughs> crimes ever? Like, like, why can't somebody else be evil as well? I know, yeah. It's not like, I don't know, as soon as, I don't know, Bin Laden was shot, everyone was like, well, that's going to be the end of terrorism. Unless he's got a sister. <laughs> I've got a question. Because Dobby is not implying that mm-hmm. the plot is anything to do with Harry. Mm-hmm. He is merely implying that there is a plot at Hogwarts yeah. to make the most terrible things yeah. happen. Why is he only warning Harry Potter? I thought of this this morning myself. Go on. Dobby admits that he's known this for months. Months? For months he's known that there's been a plot. Months. Why not click himself to Dumbledore? Exactly. Tell Dumbledore. Dobby is happy. I, I can understand Dobby's yeah. reasoning because Dobby... For some reason, Dobby is aware of the fact that Harry Potter is prophesied to kill Voldemort <laughs> uh, at the end because he knows how important Harry Potter is, apparently. Well, he's all about the gossip, isn't he? He's all about the gossip, the <laughs> things he must overhear. Um, but, yeah, why why is Dobby happy for other children to be killed? Oh, he's so happy for other children to be killed. Yeah. Like, and it, you could even say, use the excuse, you know, he doesn't know who Dumbledore is. But Harry goes, um, do you know who Dumbledore is? And Dobby goes, do I know who Dumbledore is? He's the greatest wizard of all time. So you know who he is then? <laughs> he's on me close friends list on Instagram. He sees all my stories. Yeah. He, oh, he's got powers comparable to Wonder Boys. No, Voldemort. <laughs> Um, but there are things that Dumbledore would never. Yeah. Parts of magic he could never do. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah exactly. Why his reason is mental? But then I will let him off because he is a stupid little elf. Oof. Right? Dobby starts making noises. He starts like self-harming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Dumbledore, like, uh, not Dumbledore, uh, <laughs> Vernon. Vernon's downstairs going, yeah. "Oh, bloody uh, Dudley must have left his telly on the little tyke." Yeah. <laughs> what else has been on that TV for the past ten minutes? What's he been watching that there's been no noise? <laughs> Is there snooker on that suddenly finished? Do you know what? Adverts. Adverts. Adverts suddenly come on. Volumes up. Volumes up. Smash, Um, smash. I completely empathise with Vernon in this chapter. I do. He's trying to host a nice dinner party. Yeah. Right? Um, 
He's gone out of his way to put on a good meal. He's yeah. got his boy on best behaviour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a weird boy he's got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, uh, he's doing his best. Um, his wife's made a horrible pudding. Yeah. Um, and Vernon's like, we're, we're going to get through this. It's going to be great. They're going to sell some drills. Mm. And then now we've got noise upstairs, which is interrupting uh, the punchline of his Japanese golfer joke. <laughs> now, I have researched this. Go on. <laughs> I was interested. Yeah. I thought, does there exist yeah. a Japanese golfer joke? Yeah. Uh, I found two. Go on. One of them's inappropriate. Not that one. So I'm going to tell the other one. All right, so shall I do it as Uncle Vernon? Yes, please. And this actually, there are theories that this is the one because it matches up with the film where he says, and on the ninth hole, and go then on. looks upstairs. All right, you ready for the joke? Yeah, go on. An American, a German... How long is it? One minute, Max. Okay, go on then. An American... (laughs) (laughs) As soon as you heard other nationalities, you knew you were in them for the long haul. An American, a German and a Japanese man are playing golf one day. Right. At the third hole, they hear a phone ring. Yeah. The American excuses himself, puts his left thumb to his ear, his left pinky finger to his mouth and proceeds to have a telephone conversation. Yeah. When he's done, he looks at the other two and says, Hey, that's the latest American technology in cell phones. I have a chip in my thumb, another in my pinky finger and the antenna is in my hat. Cool stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. They continue playing golf until the ninth hole, when again they hear a phone ring. Right. This time the German tilts his head to one side and proceeds to have a conversation with somebody in German. Okay. When he finishes, he explains to the other two that he has the latest in German technology in mobile phones. A chip in my tooth, a chip in my ear, and the antenna inserted in my spine. The wonders of German know-how. Okay. At the 13th hole, a phone rings again. Right. And upon hearing it, the Japanese man disappears into a bush nearby. (laughs) The German and the American look at each other and then walk over to peek in the bushes. They find the Japanese man squatting with his pants down around his ankles. Yeah. Hey, what on earth are you doing? Asks the American. The Japanese man looks up and without pause replies, I'm waiting for a fax. He's pooing out a fax. <sighs> I was about to say, yeah. I wish I could get an, in- uh, could get an invitation to Vern's dinner party. <laughs> He is. If that's the kind of smut, is that the kind of smut he's peddling? He was lucky that Harry interrupted that. You should have heard the other one. That Mr. Mason would have stood up and been like, "I can't, I can't." That's crass. It is crass. If I, if someone invited me to a dinner party. And they started telling me like a yeah. minute, and a, a minute and a half long joke yeah. that they'd read on the internet or they'd yeah. prepared. Yeah. I'd be worried. <laughs> I'd be worried for him. Yeah, and oh. I thought I told that quite well as well. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you, you daft racist. <laughs> yeah, Tom, go on. Dobby has been stopping right the letters. Yeah. From Hermione, Ron, and Hagrid. (laughs) How? How's he been doing that? How? 
Are there a mound of dead owls at Dobby's living quarters? Yeah. Is he... Is he sneaking into the uh, Dursley's house every day and picking them up off the doormat? Because you think Hermione would just post one. Because yes. she's not got... Uh... Yeah, she's not going to stick it up uh, Crookshanks's... So I, I, su- I suppose he is. He's like teleporting every day yeah. to the postman and then taking them as they come through the letterbox. Yeah, he must be. Creep. Mental. <laughs> <laughs> How is Dobby doing he's, he's, he's a manipulator. Yeah. He steals his post yeah. to make him feel isolated. Yeah. You don't cut someone off from the world. No. That's rude. That is rude. <laughs> but, and then he's storing him. Yeah. Storing them letters under his pillowcase. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah, horrible. Imagine if one of the Malfoys decided, yeah, I'm going to beat up Dobby for a bit, and one of yeah. these letters fell out, they'd be like, what? <laughs> you just punch him in the stomach and hear crumpled paper. <laughs> hey, what's this? Are you padding? <laughs> Is Dobby pregnant? So, and then Dobby tries, he starts manipulating Harry. Yeah. He's, he's acting like... He's acting awfully. Yeah. He's hitting himself yeah. in front. That's abuse. Yes. If you start hitting yourself to get, you know, a reaction out of someone. Yeah, it's emotional abuse. That's emotional abuse. So he's hitting himself. Yeah. And then he's saying to Harry, he's going, so he's made the threat. He's going to go downstairs. Yeah. You must promise. Yeah. To not go back to Hogwarts. Yeah. yeah. You must, like, you have to promise, right? Yeah. And for the first time in Harry's life, he, he can't. can't lie. I thought this. <laughs> Harry, just, you bullshit every day of the week. <laughs> this little Dobby that you've never met. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just say, yeah, I promise, give me the bloody letters. <laughs> oh, like he'll lie to everyone. He'll lie yeah. to everyone. What are you doing out of the classroom at night? <gasps> um, you know, like, yeah. and any, <laughs> any lie for any reason. Yeah. He'll lie <laughs> to the headmaster. He'll lie to his friends. Yeah. He'll lie to his family. Yeah. This elf he's just met. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I can't make a promise and then go back on my promise. <laughs> Look, Harry, say you promise, take the letters, and then just go to Hogwarts. He can't, he can't lie. He, like, he started off the... Um, so the first two chapters is he yeah. left out the point uh, to the Dursleys yeah. that he's not allowed to do magic outside of school. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lie. Yeah. He's kept that from him. Yeah. He's admitted that. Yeah. But he can't just go to Dobby. Yeah, I promise. Because... It's really, really odd. Because all he'd have to do is just get through the night. Yeah. Because that's the worst thing that's going to happen yeah, in yeah, doing yeah. that. What else is he going to do, Dobby? That's, I mean, like, yeah. ruining this thing with the Masons is the worst possible thing you could do. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, Dobby, he can't promise Harry Potter, mm. so Dobby sprints downstairs once again. We see Harry's almost <laughs> inhuman jumping abilities. We know from the previous book yeah. that he's been able to jump on top of a school yeah, yeah. in one go. Now he jumps the last six stairs, landing cat-like on the whole carpet. Mm. Is this Harry Potter or is this the beginning of a Marvel movie? Because this kid has been bitten by a jaguar or something to have these superhuman powers. <laughs> I'd, there's some things that they leave out of the films that we yeah. would have liked to see. I would have liked that, him landing all fours like a cat. Yeah, but why can't he lie to Dobby? Is it because Dobby's so complimentary? I don't know. Maybe he feels like... 
Because some people can be diff- different about lying and about a promise. Like, so someone would tell a white lie, but then they'd never promise something that they couldn't do. Mm. You know, like, I promise to you, this is a promise that I'll do this to you. Yeah. It always holds more weight, a promise. If I'm Harry Potter, right? No, let's say I'm not Harry Potter. If I'm Tommy Laurie and I've grown up, and that's me, and I've uh, grown up in the same conditions of Harry Potter, right? Family that hate me, trapped. Little elf comes to me, and he starts threatening me with this. Yeah. Going, uh, if you don't promise me, uh, after witnessing me beat myself up, I'm going to ruin your life. Yeah. I think, do you know what? No one knows he's here. Yeah. I'm going to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Would you? You would murder Dobby. Why? Why would you murder Dobby? Because he's trying to ruin my life. You just hate him. <laughs> for the way he looks, for the way he speaks, and for the way he thinks. If you were Dobby, yeah. how would you stop Harry Potter returning to Hogwarts? Well, number one, I would. I, why would you bring the letters with him? Is that his bargaining chip? Because I well, would... You can't hide them because, I don't know, maybe, what if the... Malfoy's ever found them, but why would like, they? Bury them or something. Put them in the attic or... or... B- b- uh, set them on fire. Mm. Would you... Because he's sly when he says, ooh, you know, friends who don't even write to Harry Potter. Why <laughs> say that? Because then you obviously are going to be implicated in, in something to do with those letters. That's, this is manipulator Dobby. Yeah. Yeah. All Dobby has to do, because in, in a minute he gets a letter from the Ministry of Magic saying, you're not allowed to use magic. Mm-hmm. If you use magic again... You're going to be expelled from Hogwarts, mm-hmm. right? All you have to do, Dobby, on Thursday, you do a hover charm inside the house. Yeah. The letter comes through. If you do magic again, you're going to be expelled. On Friday, you turn the lights on and off. Right, Harry, you're expelled. <laughs> That's all you have to do, Dobby. Use magic twice. And he would have been expelled from Hogwarts. That's all you had to do. Yeah. Um, how would you stop Dobby? How would I stop Dobby... Mm. Well, other than killing him, you can't use that one. Well, I just grab the letters from him. Yeah, I think well, he's gonna—he's quick, any Dobby, but he's an idiot. Mm. I think you can be like, "Oh, Dobby, do you want you know a tickle?" Like, Ooh, well, you tickle, start, tickle, tickle, Dobby. Well, you start telling like you know, you start using the thing he's shown you. you yeah. start complimenting him. Yeah, you start yeah. offering him things. Yeah, you know, and then he's gonna start getting all flustered. Yeah, yeah. Then you tie him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I'd do is because he seems to get frustrated when you're nice to him. So as soon as he's got the letters out, I'd go, uh, oh, Dobby, do you want a biscuit? And then when he's like, oh, never has somebody offered Dobby a biscuit, I'd snatch the letters off him. Or you start lying to him and you go, I already know about this plot, Dobby. Are you so stupid that you yeah. think I, the guy who's defeated the Dark Lord twice, wouldn't know about it? He'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dobby, Dobby, Dobby. The dessert, he runs downstairs, he hovers the dessert. Yes. And it lands on the kitchen floor. Oof. Now, here, I actually prefer the film version. When it lands on the woman's head. When it lands on the woman's head. Mm-hmm. Much more effective. Mm-hmm. Much more... Uh, it is funny, because... Harry's stood over the woman with his arms outstretched. So it looks like he's doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's using magic. So I think... Um... I can't... I preferred the book version because it's really... It, it happens really quickly. They walk in and they see Harry in there alone. Yeah. And Vernon goes, oh, sorry, it's my nephew. He's a bit... He, yeah. he gets startled when visitors are yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great 
what great quick thinking. Yeah, because it can't <laughs> have been anybody else apart from Harry, because they just hear a smash in the kitchen, go in, mm. and the boy's there with stuff all over him. Mm. Yeah, great quick thinking, Uncle Vernon. Yeah. Masons then, have uh, dodged a bullet. 100%. They're <laughs> that, not covered in cake. That disgusting dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's violence. It's uh, it's my nephew who's a bit touched, and uh, so is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Vernon goes up to Harry, mm. promises to flay him within an inch of his life. I love that Fl- flaying, <laughs> yeah. peeling his skin off. <laughs> he is promising to Harry. You've got to look at it from Uncle Vernon's point of view. Yeah. So. Harry knows yeah. that this is the most important business meal yeah. of, like, I don't know, the year. Yeah. They're going to buy a house in Mallorca if this goes well. Oof. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right? This is a hundred grand deal. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it? Right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then everything's going all right. His nephew's making a lot of noise upstairs. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, why, why can't he just be quiet? Why can't he just yeah, be quiet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't see the elf at all. Yeah. And Harry's not telling him about the elf either. Yeah. So then he comes down into the kitchen. Yeah. And Harry's stood there and it looks like he's just smashed the pudding. Yeah. And he's not given any ulterior explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I am going to kill you. <laughs> you've, you've cost me yeah. my dream holiday home. Yeah. And then Harry immediately thinks, was in this chapter, the previous chapter, mm. where he thinks he would be invited on this holiday. It was in the last chapter where he goes, oh, I bet the Dursleys would treat me just the same in Mallorca. <laughs> You're coming, are you? <laughs> I mean, there's a ticket for you. <laughs> you are going to be sat with Mrs Fig for a fortnight listening to her cat stories. Yeah. Yeah. But what a thing to say, to flay someone within an inch of their life, <laughs> to peel their skin. And it's a promise. It's quite Game of thrones isn't it? Yeah. It's a promise. Yeah. And we know how seriously Harry Potter takes promises. <laughs> he thinks it's happening. <laughs> He's getting ready to have his skin peeled. Yeah. But if that's not enough, an owl comes in, delivers a letter on Mrs. Mason's head, and she screamed like a banshee. Mm. I didn't know what a banshee was. Huh? Do you know what a banshee is? <laughs> is it an animal? No, it's a creature, like a spirit... In Gaelic uh, folklore. Yeah, yeah. And it screams to let a family know that one of them is about to die. How horrific is that? <laughs> well, I think she was trying to let know Har- Harry know he's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mason, she's actually a banshee. I love yeah. that. One of you is about to be uh, executed. Mr. Mason yeah. he is himself a he bit is. touched. Because he believes that the uh, the Dursleys, yeah. he goes, is this your idea of a joke? Yeah. Right, so he thinks that the Dursleys have gone, right, at 8pm, we'll arrange yeah. for an owl to yeah. fly in and land a letter on Mrs. Yeah. Uh, Mason's head. Yeah. That's crazy. If they had the money to do this, they yeah. don't need your drills. They <laughs> don't need your drills. And I don't think it's their idea of a joke. <laughs> Ten minutes earlier, Vernon comes stomping up the stairs. You have just ruined the middle of my barn owl joke. <laughs> what? Yes, it was coming through the window and you ruined it. <laughs> it's a Chinese barn owl. <laughs> um, my goodness. And he's why uh, Mr. Mason stays long enough to tell yeah. them that his wife is mortally afraid of birds. Yeah. 
Why? What an irrational fear. You, it is an irrational you fear. Stupid woman. <laughs> I do get the idea. I think we've talked about a fear of birds before. But I think it's when they flap around inside, it's quite scary. Because the, the wingspan of a bird yeah. is big. And if you think an owl. And it's talons. Oh, and it's talons and it's big. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen an owl catch a mouse? No. It like flies and then it like dives down with like all four. No, like with the two limbs outstretched Ugh. to grab it. It's really frightening. Have you ever seen um, like a man with his skull cut open so his brain is revealed? Never. And then like a, a bird with its talons is picking at its brain. Never. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen that. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what I have seen. Would you like to see it? I would never like to see that. <laughs> Put that DVD away. I see you reaching for it. <laughs> we used to do biology in school, as, as everyone does. And whenever the teacher, we'd done the work or whatever, we had a lesson to spare, he mm. would put on these videos of this bloke who would dissect a genuine human body and pull out, like, their brain and cut it open and stuff. Oh, my God. And this was, like, when we were, like, 14, 15, and it was horrifying. I wouldn't want to see that. No, it was absolutely disgusting. And that's what... That's the memory... That you have just surfaced <laughs> from my brain that's been submerged for years. So thank you very much for that. That's disgusting. Interestingly, go on. The letter mm-hmm. is from Mafalda Hopkirk from the Improper Use of Magic office. Mm-hmm. Now, there's two things about this because they do say they've received intelligence. Mm-hmm. So either. Dobby has ratted them out, which was my one idea, that Dobby has, like, sent them a message. Well, then that doesn't make sense, because why would Dobby be there? That's true. Because they'd go, well, what are you doing there? Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's discounted. So the other option is they somehow have magic detecting... Mrs Fig? Mrs Fig, maybe. That's a good idea. But would she rat on Harry? Peeping at the cake through the window. Received intelligence... Hmm. The other a peeper. A peeper. You think it is Mrs. Fig? No, not Mrs. Fig, but a different peeper. A different peeper. One peeper in Privet Drive. Because the other idea was that they have some kind of magical detecting mm-hmm. technology. Because not only could they detect that magic was used, but they specify what the spell was. They yeah. said, you what? used a hover charm. I can't... Why can't they differentiate who was doing it? Yeah, exactly. And like... It, it's that annoying kind of stuff, like yeah. where they won't listen to reason, which becomes quite um, apparent in Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, they don't they, listen to children. They don't listen to anyone, really. Right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think it's beca- yeah, like they don't listen to anything. It's just like that. It's the classic story thing, and it used to infuriate me as a kid. Whenever you watch a film where the parents are like, "Oh, it's just kids being daft. There's nothing in that house." It's just like, why don't the parents ever believe them? I'd love to see five kids and the dad going round to the house <laughs> <laughs> to sort out the ghosts. Yeah. I'd love that. The letter lands, right? Yeah. And Uncle Vernon goes there. Read it. Yeah, and yeah. Harry's opportunity to go... Ooh. Uh, Harry's opportunity to yeah. lie. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, he could easily go... Yeah. Oh, it's from Hogwarts... Um, they know that I've not been doing my homework. Yeah. And if they, if they said, if it's if I don't start doing it, a lot of them, a lot of people are going to come round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd and, be good. And Bernie could go, oh, really? I'll let you do it, but then 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get that cupboard open. Yeah, he's Mr. Shit there as old Harold P. But I love the end of the letter. Yeah. He goes, enjoy your holidays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because really, it's not... Hey, any more of being... that, you're going to be expelled, but... <laughs> you little devil. Because really, it's quite nice because it's... He's not being punished. Mm-hmm. It's just a warning, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, you've used magic. You're not supposed to be... You know, don't do it again. Otherwise, you will be expelled. But I do, I do like that. But Vernon... Yeah. ...now knows. Oh, does oh, he know? Oh, oh, he loves it. There's a glint in his eye. <laughs> you didn't tell us you weren't allowed to use magic. You little cut. Slipped your mind, you. did it? Oh, God. Forgot to mention it, did you? You twat. He is rubbing his little hands together... And he decides, I am going to lock Harry in his bedroom. I am completely on Uncle Vernon's side. Are you? Look at it from Vernon's perspective. Your nephew's a liar. Yeah. He's ruined your dinner party. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. This boy needs to be punished. Do you not think this is a bit extreme? (laughs) No. Grounding for the day, grounding for the week, but I think to lock him up, to put tins of cold soup. Uncle Vernon was as bad as his word. Ooh, cool. Yeah. What a cool sentence that was. I do agree with, you know, if you say what the punishment's going to be as a parent, you Uh should follow that through. So I do agree with Uncle Vernon, you know, because otherwise you're not going to be taken seriously by a child. I think they're being generous. (laughs) Three meals a day. Yeah. Hey, that's generous, that is. <laughs> he could have had one, like a dog. <laughs> Two bathroom breaks. Yeah, very Again, good. could have had one. Yeah. Could, could have given him a bucket. He could have been... If I was him, I'd been weeing out the window. Yeah. <laughs> the next morning... He says here, the next morning, Uncle Vernon paid a man to fit bars on Harry's window. Mm. How much has he paid that man? <laughs> um, it's definitely cash in hand. No questions asked. Look, look, can you uh, can you put bars on my nephew's window? What? Look, I'll pay you double and uh, Listen, you don't mention it. I'm I'm putting the I'm putting the cat door on myself. <laughs> I'll do that. Um, you do yeah, the bars. Like did they keep him in the room for that? I think it yeah. would have per- been a perfect opportunity for Harry to yeah. lean into the man and go, "Hey, they're keeping me prisoner." Yeah. Help me. <laughs> Help. Um, he's trapped. He doesn't know for how long. Mm-hmm. Forever, he's assuming yeah. he's going to be locked up in there. Yeah. As soon as Aunt Petunia's hand comes through that cat flap, yeah. I am pulling on it. <laughs> pulling on it. Because <laughs> um, you've got to, I don't know, I just feel like you have to escape somehow. I'd be kissing at the rings like Little John from... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Getting the jewels off it from yeah. uh, what's it called, Robin Hood? God, <laughs> that would be horrendous. Or I'd somehow, I don't know, smash the bowl up to get a shard of porcelain. What I Harry, use as a weapon? Harry needs to uh, understand this is a great opportunity for him. Yeah, isolation. You've yeah. got who knows how long. Yeah. Have you ever seen Old Boy? No, I've not. What's an old boy? Uh, a man gets uh, put in a prison. He doesn't know why, and he's kept there for 15 years. Yeah. But what he does in that time, he exercises. Yeah. <laughs> he does press-ups. Yeah. He punches the wall. Harry could have been doing the same. 
So when they finally opened the yeah. door, he could kick Vernon's head in. He could have been... He could. That was his time. Yeah. You could dig your way out, couldn't you? Every, you know, a wall, you know, with a bit of a spoon from the soup, scrape away, like, what's it called? Mm. The Great Escape. Yeah. Get yourself a tunnel and get out. Yeah. He's there for three days. Lost his dignity. He's lost his dignity. <laughs> He's sharing soup with Hedwig. The soup comes through the flap. Yeah. And he immediately starts chugging it. <laughs> <laughs> Pal, you're skinny as it is. You're used to not having that much food. Yeah. Why are you chugging floor soup? <laughs> <laughs> Just take it, spoon. You know, savour the flavour. But he's sharing it with Hedwig. Mm. This is for the first three days. Mm-hmm. If Harry had been stuck in there for weeks, he's eating Hedwig. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, he's just going to be like, no, I'm, I'm eating Hedwig because mm. I'm starving here. Mm. This is me and I'm done. <laughs> but he's not allowed to use magic. Otherwise, he's going to be expelled from Hogwarts. Mm. There must be mitigating circumstances because I think later on we find out if your life is in danger, you mm. can use magic. If yeah. you're about to be killed, you can use magic. Surely being kept prisoner, being abused, mm. is a good enough excuse. If he just uses Alohomora on the door... But he hasn't got his wand. Oh, he hasn't got his wand. Yeah. Well, what magic can he do? But he gets angry, doesn't he? He gets angry and causes an explosion. He is the Incredible Hulk of the Wizarding World. <laughs> no, but you know, even before he used magic, he could make glass disappear and mm, jump on a There's still roof. bars, there's still bars. Oh, you're not jump, listening to what I'm saying. Jumping around and glass disappearing, isn't that good enough? And also, you can make a run for it when they let him go to the toilet. Yeah, 100%. As soon as they open that door, he's running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's... Uh, so one night... He's, uh, he's sleeping, isn't he? Yes. He's having a vivid dream. Yeah. Oh, oh he's, I'm in a zoo. And there's a sign that says, underage wizard. Oh, shit zoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a boy sat on hay. Right. Mm. Yeah. Can we go see the reptiles, Mum? <laughs> I'm bored here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's weird. I don't think... This seems to happen in dreams on films and books all the <laughs> yeah. time, where something that's happening in real life seems to be happening in the dream. <laughs> and you wake up and it's not quite what... I've never had that, where, I don't know, somebody's knocking on the door or talking to me mm. in real life and it, it's incorporated into the dream. <laughs> he looks, he wakes up, and who's at the bars of the bedroom window? His old pal, Ron. He's relieved to see him, but not so relieved that he still doesn't notice his big old nose. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Look at that long nose. It's Ron. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. How many... How many, 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 yeah. how many peeping Ron Weasleys out of five are you giving this chapter... I love Dobby. I know you don't like him. From what you said in this past hour, yeah. it doesn't sound like you love Dobby that much. I do love Dobby. You, you're finding ways to contradict his methods. Yeah. You don't like the things he does or says. Yeah. What do you like about him? I love him because he's cute. I love him because he's looking after Harry Potter. Yeah. I love him because he... I just like Dobby, you know. If you love Dobby so much, why don't you marry him? Because he said 
Não! <risos> Go on. I loved it. I love the whole thing with the Dursleys and the Masons. Oh. I love that the Dursleys have gone mental and just locked Harry up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like the cliffhanger of Ron being outside the window. Mm. Good stuff with Dobby. We hear about this plot. Something's going on at Hogwarts. We didn't really talk about that. Yeah. There's a terrible plot that's that's being planned. I like it. It's yeah. setting things up. We've got a new character. I always love a new character, mm-hmm. whatever they are. I'm going to give this a solid four out of five peeping runs. Four? Four out of five peeping runs? Yeah. For me, this chapter, I started reading it. You know me, turning pages. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know what you like. Dobby this, Harry that, Vernon this, Petunia that, right? Yeah. And I'm reading it. And I'm thinking, oh, chapter two here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite interesting. Things are happening. Yeah. Got me thinking, it's exciting. Something appearing in your house. Yeah. I remember being a... (laughs) I remember being a kid and coming home from school yeah. and the stranger being in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't like it. No. You know, not a burglar, but someone like, see your parents like... Friend of the family. Maybe they've employed someone. Maybe it's a solicitor. Maybe yeah. it's whoever. And yeah. they're around. You're like, oh, it's uneasy. Mm-hmm. Making me feel uneasy. The feeling of um, your parents having friends around and you can't go down even though you're starving yeah. because you're weird. Yeah. You want to get something to eat from the kitchen, but you're like, I'd rather starve than say hello to anyone. Yeah. And someone asks me about my life. Yeah. You oh. learning guitar? Uh, yeah. What do you hope to do with it? Nothing. Will you play something for us? No, because I'm shit. <laughs> and this is the chapter where it's all happening. Yeah. Dobby appears. I hate that guy. Yeah. He's a creep. Yeah. <laughs> he's all right. I don't know. He's trying his best with yeah. what he's got. Yes. I'm giving this chapter two peeping Ron Weasleys Whoa. out of five. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Quiz. Quiz, quizzy quiz, quizzy quiz, 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 no, I think I was... Uh, I think I did terribly last week. Have we said what the prize is? No, what is the prize? The prize is... I don't think I've given this before, but it's a thumbs up and a proving nod. Oh, I am looking forward to this. It, I'd love a thumbs up from you. It's a thumbs up and an approve... And an and, and improving nod. Right. An approving nod, yeah. Question one. Yeah. What are the first words uh, spoken from Dobby this chapter? Oh, no. That is... Oh, no. This is horrendous. I feel like the quizzes have got harder, this book. This is... This is easy, this one. Is it? Dobby... I've no idea. I've literally no idea. Can I come back to that we'll one? We'll come back to that one. We'll come yeah. back to that Add suspense. We'll come back to that one. Yeah. Right. In which three ways did Dobby harm himself in this chapter? He bangs his head on a window. Mm-hmm. He bangs his head with a lamp. Yes. And he bangs his head on the wardrobe. Very good, Mr. Kirkby. There we go. Very good. Good. Stuff. good stuff. Question three. Yes. What department does Mafalda Hopkirk work for? The uh, improper use of magic. Very good. Mm-hmm. Question four. Yes. What noise was made when Dobby vanished? 
What was it like? Uh, no idea. Uh, Dobby. Oh, it's like, uh, is it a click? It's not, I'm afraid. No. It is not. What is it? It's a crack like a whip. Oh! Right, question five. Yeah, go on. Which two treats were served post-dinner in place of uh, the uh, spoiled dessert? Ice cream and after-dinner mints. Very good. Now, returning to the first question, what are the first words spoken from Dobby this chapter? Harry Potter. Correct, sir. Is it? Oh. Four out of five. Four out of five. Very good. Oof. I'll have to work much harder for a thumbs up and an approving nod next I, week. I think that might be the greatest uh, prize I've offered so far. It certainly is in my eyes. That has been this week's segment of Quiz. Quiz, 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 Gonna ask you some questions, how well will you do? Quiz, 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 Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas, how well will you do? Very good. It is time for popular segments. Hedwig's dropping. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to droppings. We no, we are. You see, I've distracted myself because I you you critiqued it last week by saying that I say referring too much, so I changed it to alludings. But I said droppings instead of blobbins. It's Hedwig's dropping. So we <laughs> is, that, are... is that the new theme tune? A bit of a song and a rant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. There we go. Do you prefer it like that? I think I do. It's a permanent change. Allude, allude. 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 See, that allude. sounds hooty, doesn't it? Yeah. Allude, allude. Oh, I love it. Now, we have figured out something. Yeah. Because uh, we've been looking at our reviews, but we only saw British reviews because yeah, we're yeah. in the UK. But if you retype in the URL, you can actually find out the other reviews from other countries. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. we've found three lovely, lovely five-star reviews from the United States of America. Keep talking, keep I talking. I will, I will. I'll tell you, we've had three lovely reviews, and I'm going to read them out because they're so nice. Mm. The first one we've had is a lovely five-star review from Asta Griffiths. Uh, sorry, Griffins. And they say, this podcast is amazing. I am no longer allowed to listen to this podcast around my family because I laugh too much. Keep up the amazing work. Excellent. Thank you Love very to much, hear Esther. That. Now, the next five-star review is from Cubone and Natu trainer, Ooh. Lannister fan. Okay. All right. And they say, love it. Keep making episodes. And then they put a lovely quote about uh, Snape being able to read minds. Ooh. There we go. So, well done. Keep training those Pokemon and keep supporting those Lannisters. Yeah, yeah. Now, the next review is an absolutely lovely review from Nikki Vite. I hope we said that right. Nikki Vite or Nikki Vite. She says, I recently moved to a new house and have been looking for a podcast to get me through the endless days of unpacking. Mm. And this podcast is so fun, it tricks me into thinking I'm just hanging out with friends. Though, to be honest, none of my friends make me laugh as much as these two. 
I've read the Harry Potter books many times, but what I love is how they focus on tiny details and show the humour in them, which is my favourite kind of comedy. It's also really cool to hear about what it was like growing up in the UK if you're an American like me. If you're looking for a podcast to brighten up your day and add some much-needed light-hearted comedy to your life, and if you're a Potterhead, of course, look no further! That you sent me that review. Yes, I did. And that warmed my heart. Honestly, yeah. my heart, I've got two of them. Yeah. I've got a red one and a black one. <laughs> um, yeah. But that is in my top three of our reviews. That is lovely. And um, your heart grew. It was like the end of The Grinch. Mm. That review made your heart grow three I love sizes that bigger. Now then, we've had a few messages in from our usual suspects. Sister Sophie's been in touch <laughs> yeah. on Instagram. Holy Sister Sophie, go on. Now, she has asked. She's very intrigued by my thin white coat that yeah, we mentioned yeah. last week. Your lab coat. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what she says. She says, is it like a doctor's coat? I can't picture anything else. Yeah. Let me describe it for you, Sophie. It's white at the top. Yeah. And then it's grey at the bottom. It's thin, but it's got a hood. It's like a sports coat type thing. You know, like something you get from JJB he's or something lying, like He's lying, he's lying, he's lying, he's lying. Imagine a Mac. Imagine it white. Imagine a pocket on the breast. Imagine a pen... And imagine a stethoscope around his neck. Oh, that nice. is how he's dressed. All right, so I lied about the upside down watch. I'm sorry. Yes, it is a doctor's coat that I was wearing for up to three years. Now, the next message we've had is from James Stinton on Facebook. Go on, Stinton. Now, he says he's catching up with the episodes. He's currently on episode 11, but he has a week off work, so he'll be up to date in no time. So, James, we're open. If you're listening to this and you're still on your week off, you've done it. Could be months' time by the time he hears that, couldn't it? It could be, but well done, James, for sticking through. He says, loving the pod so far, especially the way you try and see things from each character's perspective. Mm. Very, very nice. Now, the final thing we've had today is from Simon Heath on Facebook. Heathy! Uh, now, we get a lot of messages <laughs> from Simon, but he's told us this week, he says, in a strange twist, I find myself listening to your excellent podcast after having brain surgery. So two amazing things have happened in the last couple of months. I've had brain surgery and I've found the best podcast ever. Simon, good luck with the recovery on the brain surgery. Get well soon, Simon. That is incredible. And uh, what can we say? I think we should get that on the poster. The Pottervision podcast, as good as brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> it's going on there. This has been the Harry Potter podcast. No, it's not called that. No, it's not, has the it? The Pottervision podcast. This has been... <laughs> this is what we call it, the Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> this has been the Pottervision podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Next week mm. is episode 20, can you believe? Oh! Oh, it's chapter three, The Burrow. Oh. See you then. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. Uh, the music was performed by Jack Evans. If you've got any questions, comments or feedback, you can put them all on pottervision.com. Also, do us a favour. Please, could you like and share the show? Give it five stars and tell your friends. It'd mean a lot, please. All right, I know you will.